Hello and welcome to episode number six of the Performance Rehab podcast with me, Martin McFlamey. I'm going to do a different, something a bit different today. I'm going to um, give it just a kind of do a bit of a reflection for myself. I was having a conversation with one of my friends, Michael, the other day when we went out for breakfast, and he was asking me how the podcast's going. And I was like, "Yeah, it's uh, you know, it, it's I'm actually really enjoying it. It's um, it's a bit of effort. You've, you know, you've got to actually put some effort into to read into into some material a little bit." Um, and also, just ha- you know, you're in one individual who is just speaking to a microphone, so you've got to have a bit of direction with what you're saying. Um, and he uh, he also said to me, he's like, yeah, it's quite therapeutic. You can actually kind of use it as a bit of a self-reflection tool rather than having to write. And I've never really uh, kind of thought about doing that. But today's episode is going to be on um, review my year, essentially, how my year's been. It's been probably one of the... Uh, I guess biggest years of my life in terms of growth, in terms of knowing where I want to be, who I am, um, where I want to go, uh, creating this vision, this idea, and this and this concept of of what I like, what my life to look like in the future, in terms of my employment, performance through health, and uh, and you know, the steps to going towards that vision of having that amazing place down south where people can come visit and uh, get a bit of a retreat away from the city as we get into this bit more hectic kind of um, a world we're going to go into in the next 10 years with technology advancing so fast it's going to be pretty insane and uh, now I want people to be able to escape from that and, and come away and just be, be reflective on who they truly are escape from the you know, the, the, the mobile phones the, the artificial intelligence the, the, the constant connection disc or disconnection to, uh, to human beings and this connection to uh, I guess the online world where, where the internet's taken us sort of thing and uh, the social media's taken us um, yeah, I want people to come away and escape and just have a bit of time to reflect on who they truly are and, and, and kind of not save humanity, but guess save humans in terms of their own uh, consciousness in a way because we are evolving to the point where artificial intelligence is potentially going to take over um, you know, a lot of what we're going to be doing, what we're going to be thinking about. And it's not too far away. You have to listen to guys like Elon Musk and uh, what they're doing with the sort of stuff he's doing and what they're supposedly doing. With Amazon and uh, you know Facebook, with all these gadgets listening, just creating this data field of, of um, uh, you know, this big field of data of just everything that we do, which is just going to be programmed into a big machine essentially to to see whether it can learn um, how humans act and start doing for us things for us. And is that really a great thing? Personally, I don't think it is. Uh, I am obviously getting involved with using technology more, and we we'd be stupid not to. We uh, you know we are getting into that. A world where technology is going to be a really important part of our lives, and we've got to take the step, or otherwise you can get lost behind as as a you know as a person in society and also as a as a business. So I've got to step up and do my game. And um, uh, I guess what I'm going to be discussing really is my 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 employment, how I, how I've felt my year has gone with in terms of my employment. Um, also about my my little side project perform through health like, you know have I took the right steps uh, what have I learned from the steps I have taken over a year and probably a little bit about my my relationships and personal personal life as, as, as well but um, it's been a big year you know I've got uh, my my boss stepped down from um, uh, from from the role as man, uh, basically our man, uh, clinic manager or clinical manager and the um, the uh, the duties got split off between myself and one of uh, my colleagues Natasha and it's been a, it's been a quite a big learning curve I've been on this uh, um, uh, leadership program with uh, uh, 
with uh, Scott O'Hare from um, oh, what's it? What's a business called Checkside. Um, they're like a, a basically a, a business develop. I think they're business development and, and kind of leadership and a lot of other things to do with business. And Scott's an awesome guy. He's, uh, you know, I've probably had about six or seven sessions with him now. I think we've got uh, probably maybe another ten to go, and it's all on different uh, things that it takes to be a, a leader in modern day uh, in the modern day society. And I've, I've learned quite a lot. Leadership has been something that I've been studying quite a bit. Also, Dave Clare. Uh, shout out to him. He actually, I believe it was this year, could have been last year, but time's gone so fast. He re- released his book, Simplified, which is basically making leadership simple for individuals like myself who are probably moving into that era of taking over in terms of leadership. And his his opinions and his uh, uh, his, his experience of, of what that is going to look like, and he's, he's doing a fantastic job. And uh, now I'm grateful that he, he, he's he been able to be one of my friends. I've been able to uh, bounce questions off every now and then, and he's... He, uh, he's, he's quite supportive of me as well, so it's, uh, it's, it's good to have someone around that's supportive, and I'm grateful for that. Um, so, yeah, that was, that's been really good at work. It's, uh, I think I've developed quite a bit in terms of the individual who I am in, term, uh, in terms of being able to give back to the people I, I work with. I do try my best to try and, try and support them. Uh, I'm still very busy with, with clinical duties, and I would like to be able to step up and have a you know, more, bit more of an event pr- promotion into... Um, having a bit more time to be their leader and sit down with them and actually form a plan for their sort of future like like I have right now with a vision of where they want to go and try and lead them down that sort of path but it's proven a little bit difficult at the moment because I'm not given the most of time uh, because that's not a huge priority the priority is is, um, is serving our customers as well as we can and uh, I'm a big part of a part of had that so I brought a lot of new concepts into work that have changed um, or now I'm, I now take the staff meetings regularly once a month, so I get my opportunity to to educate on how I, I believe them to be the best for the for, for themselves and for the for the company. And a lot of that was to do with communication and influence, and how we can um, we can use sort of our communication skills and provide to provide a better service, and therefore get um, improve or, or client retention, and also a large part of the company's. Um, goal is to be able to treat individuals with obstructive sleep apnea so um, our ability to actually um, take the patients on a journey and show them how good it can be and how easy it can be to get onto CPAP and things like that and how uh, the benefits that is going to give to you and educate the the, the patients on that as we're going through and make it really as, as pleasant as you can so they really value the experience and that was one of the major objectives and I feel we've done that pretty well. Um, the the sleep industry in general over here in in, in Western Australia has had a had a, a big impact last year uh, November two thousand eighteen, and that's basically meant that uh, uh, there's only certain people who who meet a certain criteria that can have a direct referral to a, for a sleep study from a GP. Um, and uh, essentially, if you're not overweight and you're not tired, but you if you've got sleep sleep study problems, you have to see a specialist first, and it just adds that one more step. And uh, it's it's pretty harsh on some people because some people you know they're not exactly uh, wealthy individuals and uh, some, sometimes private health care can be can be uh, a bit too expensive for them but then there is the, the, the public system and the public system's great over here I, 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 I can't fault it I've been in there a couple of times myself had massive infections uh, couldn't get rid of them with, with antibiotics and uh, you now I had to go on IV antibiotics for for, for for five weeks from a, an accident actually that happened at work and I ended up getting a, a, a quite um, bad uh, bacterial infection from a, from a patient because of a mishap of not giving the notes to me and me being unaware that they had MRSA. Um, 
anyway, I also had to choose and had to you know, write a, a policy for that to make sure that doesn't happen again. Um, and also, yeah, it, it made me reflect on my hand hygiene as well. But anyway, back to um, what I've been doing at work. Uh, like I said, there's been a big... Uh, what that's done is, is because now individuals have to see a sleep specialist first and some of them maybe not need it, it has decreased the number of sleep studies glo- not globally, internationally by around about 30%. So you can imagine what that's done to all the businesses in the sleep industry. It's, it's put them in a, in a shaky position and we're, we're battling through. We're, we're, st- we're still doing great. I think we're doing, um, yeah, we've got a, I've got a good team. We work with a good team. My, my, my actual uh, now the guys who are above me are, are pretty awesome. They're really devoted to their jobs, and uh, there's a great vision with the company. I do believe that are actually the way they're going now. A lot more research opportunities are going to come in. There's going to be a lot of opportunities for the individuals in the company, including myself. So uh, it's going to be a, a big ne- year next year. Um, uh, just moving on into promotion of more, more, more than just obstructive sleep apnea. Let's treat sleep as a as a, as a global. Thing. You know, I've, got, I've been doing my lectures, or I have done my lecture, and that's got some good feedback from, from work. And now I'm hopefully getting up in cheese to do that, to do that lecture out in front of GPs to educate GPs on, on, uh, on sleep sciences as well. So that's that's going to be a great thing. Um, did I get all the goals I wanted to do? Well, I haven't officially got a promotion. I wanted a promotion. Um, I guess, and then the pay rise along with that. The company said to me that uh, that is that there's not. They just haven't had the the revenue come in, or it's you know, there was, there's, there's other areas that they'd they'd be willing to uh, put more, invest money into rather than myself. That's w- the way that I've seen it. But it's also alert from that that actually I'm too agreeable when I don't have enough of a strong of a backup plan to be in a place of um, real strong negotiation. Uh, you know, that's going to change. Performance through health next year is going to have a big year, uh, and and who knows if if I was to walk away from that job. Or if anything was to happen within that job, that might put a bit of tension onto me to work even harder on performance through health. Right? Uh, so I'm not afraid of that happening. It, it, that means that I can speak my, my word a bit more and, and just stop being, uh, like, you know, we're all, as, as employees, we're all uh, conditioned to be agreeable. Uh, now, if I don't believe in something now and I think uh, there's a better way to do things, I'm definitely going to be you know, vo- vocal about it. And that's, I think that's just it's, that's a part of, of leadership. You've got to put your, your beliefs and your, and your thoughts on the table. And, and I always do. I always, I always come up with new ideas, and we always have great conversations with with my uh, with my, my with my boss each Friday. Um, you know, some of them don't turn out, but it, that, that's just uh, you just can't look at failure as as uh, you've got to look at fate. In terms of failing, if you're going to fail at something, fail at something that's pretty much brand new or a new concept, or uh, you know, it's just something that could could lead to somewhere. It's, it's taking those risks and opportunities that eventually will be one that works, uh, maybe one out of ten. And we might get an extra, you know, a revenue stream, or I might be able to, um, I might be able to actually um, support individuals in, in another way through the through the company with with my with my uh, expertise or, or, or what I want to do. So I'm integrating performance through health and and uh, cardiorespiratory sleep together. Like it, you know, it, I'm I'm it's not I don't see them as two separate companies just yet. It's just me. And it's my development. I, what can I contribute to the society? That's why performance health come back. Is I actually wanted to be able to, big, uh, to contribute on a bigger scale. Um, that means obviously I had to sacrifice quite a lot. Um, trance music was the main thing with that, but uh, um, yeah, I can still listen to that when I go to the gym, and I can still do that. Um, like for example, New Year's Eve. Anyway, um, so I didn't get the the pay rise that, that I had in, had in my mind, but then that uh, I was then able to. 
Yeah, that, that spurred me to basically come up with a new idea. And so in terms of performance through health, it's great. It's been, it's been a year of, of, of learning really exactly what I want to do uh, and honing, in, honing on, on that, what I can do now uh, without having to put even more study in. I have studied, pretty much spent a whole year studying psychology, uh, a lot of Jordan Peterson's work, Carl Jung's work, um, behavioral sciences, uh, social sciences. I've, I've studied that quite a lot this this year, and that's really helped. That's helped with the influence stuff and, and uh, that uh, work. And that all come from from me saying yes at work. Actually, it's it was a bit of a, a weird situation is that we had to increase the number of essentially sales or conversions from uh, patients having a sleep study. Then, to, uh, then if they've got moderate or severe obstructive sleep apnea, they have to go on to then CPAP, which is a, like an, a machine that blows air into your airways. And it can be quite scary for some individuals, depending on, on uh, how you introduce them to it. Uh, and it can be quite daunting, and people don't like to wear machines when they go to bed, or they get upset, they're diagnosed with a... Um, or even angry, they get angry that they've been diagnosed with a condition that they might not have known about. You know, some people just come in because they're snoring all the time, and all of a sudden they've got this condition that can be life uh, not life threatening instantly, but in the long run, it's, it's bad for you, especially if you've got moderate and severe obstructive sleep apnea. Definitely that, getting that treated. Um, but anyway, so that was one of our uh, that was one of our goals. Um, I think we've improved. We've we've definitely improved there. Uh, the, the service in general is a lot better. How it flows through from the study into into. Uh, converting into them onto long-term therapy is, flows a lot better. There's things we need to work on, and we know that for next year we're going to continue to grow and uh, looking forward to 2020 with cardiorespiratory uh, sleep. Lots of lots of things. Uh, Phil Curry is doing a good job there. So thanks, Phil. Um, so back to perform through health. Yeah, well, I pitched probably about 18 months ago to, to my to my business, to, to, to CRS, about an idea of bringing inspiratory muscle training over uh, you know, the tools that I've been taught, dis- discussing that uh, essentially like weight training for your, uh, your, your diaphragm, they improve your, they improve your breathing efficiency so therefore you don't use as much blood and oxygen when you're exercising via the uh, respiratory muscles uh, and therefore you have more uh, blood going to the loco- locomotive muscles so you can recover faster and you can actually improve your performance by doing that. So I'm, I've brought those products over but I was going to do it clinically with, with work and uh, you know, I pitched the idea to them uh, looking at uh, muscle training in those who have hyper hyperinflation in COPD, which basically means that uh, COPD is is the chron- is the umbrella term for emphysema and uh, chronic bronchitis. It's a smoking related disease that comes later on in life when people have basically smoked too much. It's around about sixty to sixty five percent of individuals who smoke will, uh, are actually uh, responders to or bad responders to cigarettes, and they can end up uh, leading on to get emphysema or something like that. And because of the structure of their lungs, um, when they have so when they smoke, the the elasticity is is basically broken. That causes the lungs to be a bit floppy. So therefore, when they breathe in, and because their their airways are a bit floppy, they often um, they collapse when people breathe out. So they breathe in a bit too much. They can only breathe out a small amount. So they get what's called hyperinflation, where their lungs are a bit inflated too much, and that is, it sort of causes issues with the breathing. It increases the work of breathing. It makes it more difficult for them to breathe. And I thought, oh, in spiritual muscle training, that's strengthening the muscles so they're not working as hard, and that's going to improve their, um, their quality of life, you know, how far they can walk. So some of these individuals can only just about go to the shops or just just do their daily chores without getting short of breath. So if we can make it a little, their quality of life a little bit better, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. And um, But I kind of, uh, they said, yes, let's go ahead with it, but I, I guess I didn't back myself enough. Um, 
And then I, I was just dwelling on the idea whether it was going to work for about a year. And then I thought, fuck it, let's just commit to it. I just invested myself. Like, let's not put the risk on them. Put the risk on yourself and then you can reap the, reap the rewards from it. And you can do, and you can, you know, you, it's your idea. Let's go ahead with it. And if it, and then you, you can bring it back into clinical. I've gone more performance side. I want to get more you know, improving athletes. And there's been a few guys I've worked with that have been in the strongmen. Um, one of the guys, uh, he came second in the under nineties, and he's been invited to the uh, the, the Arnold's over in uh, you know the, the national Arnold's uh, competition over in I think you know, it's like Melbourne or Sydney. It's on the east coast anyway, um, and that's one of my mates, Joe, ex, ex um, uh, serviceman, and now he's, uh, he's been a bit of a legend uh, over in the, in the Middle East, I think, or you know, somewhere around in the world, just keeping the place secure, keeping Australians secure. Uh, shout out to, to Joe. Um, he's been awesome. And then I had another guy who came third in the, in the 105s. And uh, he, uh, uh, airtime, I met him this year. Great guy, fabulous, uh, fucking awesome lad. Really enjoys his fitness, really enjoys um, yeah, PT, and really enjoys strength and conditioning. He's, uh, he's, he's one of the one of our crew. We, you know, I look forward to him to working with him in 2020 as well. And then there was Max McCall, who a uh, bit gutted he didn't win wa strongman this year he came second and basically fucked up on one event because he uh he probably he probably said this himself when i get him on the podcast but he probably undercommitted to the to the sandbag training and underestimated how hard it would be to just get a, a sandbag over the top of your head when it's all floppy and just slips through um but yeah he he, he was getting involved as well and, and we'll probably all work together quite a bit because joe's got evolution athletic which is a uh, essentially like a, a Perth's most affordable uh, um, gym equipment outlet, essentially, and he's he's getting some good quality equipment coming in a real nice brand, Evolution Athletic. They're, they're awesome. Um, so, yeah, working with those guys, that's been great. That's you now it's built my network. I've got a few people now, that and uh, the um, Ayrton's a, a manager at uh, a Jets gym, which is a, like a large, large franchise gym over here, and he's going to he's put my business cards and I've got a couple of referrals come through from him already so uh, who knows ne what next year is going to be like uh, the website's being built uh, um, that's been taking me a long time I've been working with my mate Josh and, and his and his business mobile uh, app, app city um, it's basically like a, a anyone anyone who needs an app built or a website built he can do it on, on the run you can do it on the run in your own time you can just pick and choose and then they'll get the creatives to, to develop it for you and and you can make tweaks and stuff and great idea working with him saved me a lot of money so i'm grateful for josh um hopefully that's going to be done by the end of jan that's what i'm going to put myself down i've got a couple of ebooks as well that i'm working on so one is going to be on high performance and on uh, uh, essentially how you can add more recovery into your training so that you can train harder the why should why do we have to be uh, concerned about stress and performance is one of the one of the things um, uh, what that does to the body in terms of uh, you know people who like to train hard but also work full time how, how much time you should dedicate to or what should, you should be spending your time that you can do for free to improve your recovery so sleep, nutrition, breath work um, uh, myophysical release and, and, and a bit more gentle movement and calm and stuff that you can do with the body to, to really relax that nervous system and ensure that you're adequately recovering so then you can go as hard as you can when you're when you're training, so that's an ebook on that, and then the other ebook is going to, I'm going to turn my A to Z of uh, the nutrient bible that I've been doing on my Instagram, Martin McPhillamy. Um, uh, that's I've been doing that essentially uh, for the past, I don't know, maybe six months, once a week, just doing from A to Z of different nutrients and what they are and how they can be used 
for both health and, and, and clinical stuff as well. I'll be collating all that information, put that into a book as well. And I've got a couple more ideas. And obviously podcasting. So that's been, um, I'm on number six now. Uh, so that's been a great um, a little thing, a little thing. Obviously I'm sat here now and we've been going for 19 minutes sorry 19 minutes and 50 53 seconds and we're probably halfway through so i'm actually really enjoying it and i'm getting a, a bit of feedback from people who are enjoying themselves so anyway that's what i've got to that's what i've been doing it's i think it's been pretty big but have i really met all the goals that i wanted well the actual first client that i worked with i worked with a, a mountaineer and she is a 47 year old woman she had her own she was working full-time had her own consultancy as well uh, very driven, very conscientious, knows exactly what she wants, um, very kind of, um, I'm going to use the word stubborn, and if you're listening, if you do listen to this, then um, I'm not going to apologise for that, because that was what it probably was in, in the end, or you know, it might have contributed to that, that was the reason why we didn't end up working together for a bit longer, but um, yeah, I, I, she was trying to train twice a week, about for six months Five months out from her um, big, big, big climb in Abu Dhabham uh, over in uh, Nepal. Well, you know, it's a, apparently it's a really, really hard, difficult rock climbing, uh, no, a hard, hard, difficult mountain to climb. But it's one of the most prestigious for mountaineers to climb. And uh, her goal was to, to get there, but she was feeling tired and feeling like she was getting really poor sleep. And she approached me to to help with her sleep. And whereas I thought it was more to do with uh, the amount of calories that she was consuming, I thought she was under eating a lot of her work and potentially that. Um, her sleep was being dis- uh, distributed by uh, her being overly stressed, and we did measure, did take some measurements that could suggest that. Um, and I essentially suggested that to her, and that we needed deload. Um, and then her work got a bit more intense, and I probably was then not committed as, a, as as committed as I could have been. I probably could have been a bit more supportive, and we could have probably worked on together. But I know I just kind of just backed off and thought if she's getting too much stress maybe i'm stressing her too much as well um, we, you know we were not in agreement or in alignment with what with what we really believe in um and i think i just kind of went okay i'm gonna back off a bit and she ended up, ended up getting sick um and uh, then after a couple of weeks of that after me telling her that we need to deload she ended up getting sick i told her she would get sick i told her that you know there was too much stress there that's what i believe whether that was just coincidence or whether it was actually the truth i still believe that was the truth um uh, and then that's what's happened. I don't know what, I think she maybe didn't make the mountain and I would love to work with her again and see whether we could look at the long term rather than getting you know, an individual who's probably highly stressed, trying to train twice a day, uh, six days a week or seven days a week. When they're six months out, you need to be leading up to that and then you need to be having that um, deload and that recovery so then you can get your peak performance just before and that was you need to look at things macro first and the micro in the micro is is, is is a different matter but we need to look at macro things first anyway uh, what did I learn from that well uh, I need to improve my communication skills so if I rather than me being a bit egotistical and just coming up with the evidence and saying this is my back to my beliefs this is back to my what I believe is going wrong I could have ha- had the conversation a bit better so she would have came up with the idea to have a deload um, and I probably could have communicated that a little bit better even though we had like an hour long debate and, uh, and it was a healthy debate, it was a great discussion. I come out there and probably didn't hold my own so I didn't hold maybe my masculine order um, and maybe she was testing that, maybe she wasn't unconsciously um, and I just said I allowed her to then go with what her decision was and that was to continue training and try other things and 
uh, I think that's where I probably, she probably maybe lost a bit of respect for me unconsciously again. And then a couple of weeks later, you know, I got a message to say that you know, she doesn't want to work with me anymore. It's been a, hard, a difficult thing to her for her to do. And fair enough, she, she chose to do what she chose to do. Um, I've reflected on that and uh, that's another reflection right now. So learned that um, I also need to hold my masculine a little bit and I need to stand what I buy, what I believe and guess is saying if, you know, if, if I believe in something to the extent where someone else doesn't believe in what I'm saying and they won't kind of listen, I need to need to say, okay, well, this isn't going to work then. That's something that I um, learned from that. Um, it's probably because I am you know, a too, again, a too agreeable individual. That's probably the highlight of this year is, is realizing or making that realization in my self-awareness that I'm probably too agreeable and therefore people will make take advantage of me a little bit bit more and people who are agreeable are often paid less because they're not the sort of individuals that will say um, no and speak their thoughts and that's why I've kind of so big on this idea of truth this year um, I've talked about it quite a lot I talk about it quite a lot in my posts and it's quite, it's a very religious thing and to be honest with you there's been quite a I've read quite a into or studied quite a bit of the psychology of religion and why we need religion the philosophy of religion and what, and what God means and and it, very metaphorically as there's a great kind of um, I guess it's Carl Jung's way of sh showing that we need a God and reasons why we need that for our psyche and how he relates that to Christianity is absolutely fascinating it's incredible um, if anything I would go and listen to Jordan Peterson's uh, 25 lectures on the Bible um, and the psychology of the stories of Genesis unbelievably uh, anyone can just take, take something and learn something from that he's, he's an incredible incredible pro professor and incredible speaker I've got the utmost respect for him um, and then he's he's uh, basically influenced by Carl Jung so I, I've been studying trying to be studied a bit of that it's very difficult to read he's so intelligent so smart he's, he's, he's probably a little bit just above my level of intelligence that I can really understand first time so it makes me work for it which is good um, because that means I'm growing it means that I'm developing ways to dissect information and extract the information that I believe to be true and utilize that and a lot of my thoughts have changed this year and there's going to be an interview coming out I think uh, probably this week um, where um, I go a lot over these changes in beliefs and how they occurred and it's really interesting to like, we'll talk about it another day on, on here it's about my dreams and some uh, I guess psychedelic experiences that I've, I've, I've had and how that's changed the, my, my vision of the world and I guess my what reality is to me and what reality is to, to consciousness and, and my own psyche that's been fascinating um, anyway so uh, a couple of guys that I obviously supported. I want to continue to support those guys. I've got a couple of clients that I'm working with there to, to put on body weight, on, on muscle mass or, or lose body fat through exercise and nutrition. So that's already started. The website, once that released, obviously there'll be more coming out. Um, uh, business cards will be going out. I'll be talking more about my business. There's going to be a bit more exposure to it. So I should, should pick up some clients and I'm going to go through and set some goals for next year and I'll probably feed those back to you. But anyway, in terms of personal life, um, uh, a fantastic relationship with Grace, my partner still. Uh, you know, we, we've uh, she's she's a gorgeous girl, absolutely love her to bits. She's got very similar values. Um, there's been a couple of mishaps. We had about one of our you know, our biggest, largest arguments, and we didn't speak for a week. And I had to reflect on a lot of myself, my behaviour, her behaviour, whether I was willing to accept hers, whether I was willing to accept my own, whether I'm 100% committed to to the relationship and. Uh, it all it all came up before you know, we moved in together and, and there was a lot of tension there that I didn't resolve in a way 
that I could have by expressing love rather than uh, you know I started to express resentment and and if you if you start doing that because you feel trapped then you're going to run away but rather than rather than get to that point if you just uh, I was realized that if I was to give more love more then the the, the the whole argument wouldn't have appeared anyway and I could have done a lot better than that so I've changed my behavior and I, I've asked her to change certain parts of her behavior so that's um, commitment we've made to each other and we've moved in uh, we're now in an amazing three by two uh, house absolutely love it it's really enjoying it but the OCD in terms of trying to keep it clean and we've got a couple of friends that stay with us at the moment so there's a lot of people in the house so you can imagine there's a lot of food being cooked and um, pl- uh, plates and dishes being washed and dried and, and, and left around and I'm, I'm really learned that I enjoy hoovering I really do vacu- vacuuming for those uh, over in Australia or anyone else in, that's not from the UK um, and Dyson hoovers are fucking awesome hey they're, they're really good. Uh, I love Dyson, Dyson Hoovers. It's like you're dancing. You can swirl them around where you just put some music on and just get it, get, get clean. And that was what I've been doing for the past half an hour. Well, actually, not the past half an hour, the half an hour before I was doing this. Um, yeah, so we moved in together. Real nice house. And we've got yeah, a bit of a plans to, to come back to the UK in um, end, end of June for a few days and then go to Holland. And then we're going to go to uh, Luminosity Beach Festival and go to... Uh, a trance festival, although I'd give up trance full time, I thought this is going to be a great opportunity. I'm back in the in the country in the area in Europe, that side of Europe, um, for a wedding on July the fourth or July the fifth around there. So I'm going to go Amsterdam then to this uh, this this uh, beach beach festival that's about thirty minutes from a four day beach festival with thirty minutes from Amsterdam. Fly into to Crete, uh, spend some time in Heraklion, and go to to the wedding, and then maybe fly back to to Perth. So got things to look forward to do with with Grace. We're both um, budgeting for that and going to be saving for that. And uh, yeah, got two great friends living with me. It's been awesome to have Josh and Olivia around. They're both uh, they did a lot for me when over, they've been for me there for the, over the last uh, four years. I, I met them when I first got here. They were they were great to party with. They, but they were really nice humans. They were married. Been, they've been married like nine times or something, four times at Burning Man. They are uh, they're really uh, fantastic, loving individuals. Both both vegans, so I'm having to uh, judge myself a little bit when I'm eating meat. And they've been giving me some f- uh, vegan food, and it's actually pretty good. So I probably could consume a bit more less meat this this year. And I think I'm going to commit to that. I'm going to commit to being a, a, a going to try and avoid processed meats as much as possible. I do tend to uh, eat grass fed steaks, and uh, my fish needs to be changed to wild fish, and I need to probably look at a bit more uh, sustainable ways of, of, of eating my food and a bit more, bit more conscious, conscious around that. Um, so that's my uh, current personal life, and I'm going to be keeping going with these. So thanks for tuning in, and let's catch up again soon. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.